0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to worship at the United Methodist Church, Westlake Village, for this Sunday, August 7th. We are so glad that you have joined us for worship. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice in the we are worshiping online and in person, and mass are recommended, though not required. They almost got required this week. The DS was starting to feel like, "Oh, I don't know." but, but then uh, settled back down. So, uh, but there are people that are concerned, and if you are one of the people concerned, feel very uh, welcomed to be wearing a mask here as we gather in worship. We want to be sensitive to everyone's sense of of health safety. We welcome Tracy Van Fleet leading us in our music this morning. Thank you, Tracy and we uh, got an organist off the street that we thought maybe we'd see if, what she could do. Uh, who, who is that over there? It's Gloria, huh? Oh, who knew? Gloria is subbing for uh, Jenny, and we're glad that uh, she is so talented to be able to do that. We're, we're gonna use her for all sorts of purposes today as we sing so many hymns, so thank you, Gloria, for stepping forward. Quick reminders. Uh, Bible study on... Uh, kingdom dreams and uh, violent realities, looking at Micah and trying to, to make the Micah passage about uh, swords into plowshares, something that we think about in terms of our current life and, and how it might be that we would be able to uh, work towards a less violent reality uh, among us humans. Uh, That Bible study is at four. It's session two of three. Will be this afternoon, and on the notice that goes out from the church office, you'll see what the Zoom link is for that. Uh, The 21st, we are having a planning retreat. The church council is, and we are wanting to invite whoever else might want to be a part of that planning retreat to be present. So uh, think about it. It will be a couple hours, probably. Lunch will be served. Um, if you have some kind of uh, passion and hopefulness for the church as it emerges from the pandemic to become what God might have us be in this new day, we would love to have you be a part of that process, and uh, we look forward to, if you're able to, to join us. That's the 21st after worship. On the 28th will be our back-to-school Sunday, so we've bumped that back just one week. Today we continue with our sermon series focusing on our hymns and how those hymns communicate our faith. We've enjoyed looking at the Trinity during July and now we look at what our hymns have to say about the nature of the church. All right then, let us center ourselves, take a breath and prepare for worship.
1: The Lord is
2: Christ, we are connected as Let's a spiritual family. Oh, God. We celebrate and worship the Holy God, our parent in life and faith. May God help us to live our nations, now and always. Amen.
1: Church of God United to serve one
2: your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us pray. Holy God, through your Son, you birthed your Church, and we found the pathway to our spiritual home. Be with us in worship this day, that our minds might be refreshed, our hearts healed, and our spirits nourished. Help us to give voice to our faith and loving compassion to our family. Amen. Please be seated.
3: I'm green. Oh, I was green. I'm, it's my fault. I'll learn technology. Wow. My line is growing. I love this. Hi, I'm Christy. Hi. What's your name? James. Hi, James. It's nice to meet you. All right, you guys at Sunday School, I'm going to meet each of you in person, okay? But this week, I see two of you that have seen me a lot this week. Yeah, did anybody else get to visit with me a lot this week that I maybe am, like, not recognizing because, you know, masks and hair and clothes? Luke's here today? Oh, okay. You got me all messed up. <laughs> so, guys, this week, what did we do? We went to vacation? Bible school. Bible school, that is right. And at vacation Bible school, I know we learned about... A big giant and a little boy. Hey, Goliath. We learned about Goliath. That's right. And how even as Goliath was coming to David, David took his slingshot. Did you guys get to throw that slingshot? Yeah. And we went around and around. And I was scared because I was standing there and I just knew it was gonna hit me in the eye. I have. It didn't, we're okay, huh? No black eyes. But they went around and around and around and then it shot and it got Goliath. And what did Goliath do? That's right, that is completely right. And so friends out online and friends that are here after worship, first I will bring you guys all back in with your teachers for us to have communion together as a body. And then after worship, as the um, postlude is playing, just settle yourselves, because we have a little treat of getting you to be able to see what happened in Vacation Bible School. It may be about 30 seconds quiet before we can put it up but we cannot stream it just due to protection of our children. So once we're off of the live stream, sorry guys, we will be able to, <laughs> you got my notes, you will be able to put it up and see what fun we had so that maybe the rest of you out here, whether it be as VBS participants, because I heard a little secret, it's going to be superheroes next year, or as helpers would like to come and join us. For those of you that are watching, I just have to say my own personal two cents, even though it's not children's time, we had 13 campers. You guys ready for this? We had 30 volunteers. And watching the three churches of Conejo Connect get together and work together and start to meet each other was amazing. So I encourage you to come out and join us and let's get to know our brothers and sisters around the connection and be able to spend time with our littlest disciples. So would you guys like to share a song with our congregation? How about we hear, hey, hey, Goliath, I don't know the dance, so somebody's gonna have to show us all. I only remember two. All right, do the best you can. Let's see what happens. Uh, we can all dance. We don't have to have special moves. You guys wanna stand up? Come on, let's do it. Ready? Come on, let's stand up and dance. If I can dance, you guys can do it. I'm crazy. Come on, congregation. Come on. Hey, hey, Goliath. You look pretty big. Me,
4: on the other hand, I'm just a little kid. So what? I may not be strong as you. There is something about me you don't know. Here's the truth. See? You stand before me with your shield and sword, but I stand before you in the name of the You stand before me with your shield and sword, but I stand before you in the power of the Lord, yeah. Hey, hey, Goliath.
3: Down for a minute. I want to say, I really wish the camera was going that way. <laughs> that was the best. All right, so guys, we're going to get ready to go to Sunday school and then we'll come back and join everybody for our communion as we take it as the body. But let us pray together. Ready? Dear God, Dear God. Thank, you thank you for VBS. Thank you for children. And their wonder as they learn. learn. Bless each of us here here. in church and Sunday school. In In Jesus' name. name. And all God's children say together, ready? Amen. Amen. All right, let's go. Let's follow your teachers.
0: Let us uh, center ourselves and go to God in prayer. Holy God, we pray that you would hear the, the stirrings of our spirits, the yearnings of our minds, and the hopes of our hearts as we join with one another in prayer with you this day. We need your touch made real in our lives to give us strength and courage, healing and renewed life, and we count on that to help us to be renewed and washed clean. We think that all too often we find ourselves not being the child of God that you would have us be, and so we would confess those times, asking your grace to renew us and wash us clean. Have mercy on us and strengthen us for the time ahead. We pray for those around us who are struggling with physical or mental health issues, with troubled relationships or uncertain employment, other concerns of the body or spirit that lead them to dis-ease or discomfort. Oh, Lord, hear our prayers. We think specifically of Kathy Drake and her husband, Ken, Bill Notoff and his wife, Sandy, Bill Kahn, his wife, Barbara as they deal with the effects of cancer and its treatments and their relationships and their family. We pray for their strength. We pray that your grace would envelop them and give them peace. We pray for Polly Tadisall Martin's niece, Sandy DeLong, who continues to battle brain cancer. Oh Lord, hear our prayers. For the Rivera's Mary Nolan, Dick Thomas, Sulin Harwig, and Pastor Anna, as they all deal with continuing health challenges following surgical or, or medical procedures. O oh Lord, hear our prayers. We pray for Evelyn Rogers this morning as she recovers from serious abdominal surgery. Oh, Lord, hear our prayers. We pray for those who are suffering from COVID. We think of my grandchildren, of Larry and Roz Tebow and Eric Philip. We pray for their personal caregivers. We pray for all those in medical care due to this virus. We pray your blessings upon those who are doing their best to provide that care and to bring healing to our society and to these lives. Oh, Lord, hear our prayers. We pray for those who are suffering oppression, who find themselves uh, affected by gun violence and by war, displaced, injured, family members killed. We pray for your human family. Help us to stop this madness, Lord God. O Lord, hear our prayers. And we think of other people or other situations that abide in our hearts. We lift this up privately. Oh, Lord, hear our prayers. And as we, as we celebrate the joy of baby Eris, even Harold continuing to progress, and the joy that the uh, Cunningham family is having over uh, this baby, we think also of the joy that has come into the Mengus family as Katie and Galen have given birth to their second child, Amelia Elizabeth, last Monday. The joy of new life is theirs and is among us, and we celebrate this day, asking your blessings upon Amelia. Oh Lord, hear our prayers. We pray for our church as it continues in our ministries through these times. We kneel before you, Lord God, in prayer, asking for your help in maintaining our effectiveness and our vitality through your spirit and for your purposes. May the good we do be pleasing in your sight. All this we pray in your Son's holy name. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation
2: Scripture this morning is from Ephesians, chapter 1, verses 7 through 14. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace that he has lavished on us. With all wisdom and insight, he has made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure that he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time, to gather up all things to him, things to heaven, and things on earth. In Christ we have also obtained an inheritance, having been destined according to the purpose of him who accomplishes all things according to his counsel and will, so that we, who were the first to set our hopes on Christ, might live for the praise of his glory. In him you also, when you have heard the word of truth, the gospel of salvation, and have believed in him, were marked with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit. This is the one, the one pledge of our inheritance towards redemption as God's own people, to the praise of God's glory. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God.
0: Thanks be to God. May the words of my mouth, meditations of our hearts, be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, rock and our Redeemer. Amen. So, we wanted to underscore and just point out how our hymns give voice to our faith how they articulate our theology, how they actually teach our beliefs if we pay attention, how they, how they motivate our lives. When you heard Tracy singing that, didn't you feel yourself kind of giving yourself over to God just a little bit more, wanting to walk with Jesus just a little bit more intimately? Music and hymns can can do that for us. Actually, we can sing ourselves into our faith. So pay attention to what you sing and enjoy it and let it affect you. We begin with that delightful prayer that I've been using. I just find it just so spot on. Let me say it again for us. Let us pray. Glorious God, source of joy and righteousness, enable us as redeemed and forgiven children. May it be so for us evermore, evermore to rejoice in singing your praises. And grant that we sing with our lips what we believe in our hearts. And what we believe in our hearts, we may practice in our lives. Amen. We want to be people of congruence, right? Of integrity, of authenticity. That our words, our attitudes even, not only our behaviors, are reflective of what we value the most. Of where we lay down our marker as the kind of person we intend to be. We might not always be that kind of person on all occasions, and that's why we have prayers of confession, but we aspire to be that kind of person, and we hold ourselves accountable to trying to be that kind of person. And all of this makes sense to us when we believe that there is a spirit of God that moves among us and moves within us and that that spirit is particularly made manifest in the church. That indeed it is the nature of the church to be God for our time and for our place. And what a unnerving statement that is, that we attempt to live up to, the sharing in a particular way of God to our time and place, because we are the body of Christ now. But let me ask you, think about it. When you're speaking of the church, when you talk about the church, what do you think? What do you say? A number of different meanings, I think, come to mind. One is that you might say, well, I go to UMV, UMCWV. And when you're, when you're talking about the church that way, you're talking about an address, a location, a campus, a place, a spot that Google Maps can find. Sometimes you might say, well, we're remodeling our church. And when we say that, we're talking specifically about the structure, I guess, right? We're talking about the facility. We're remodeling how the purple carpet became gray. Sometimes we might say, come, come on and join us. Join our church. And now we're talking about a a group of people, a, a congregation. We're hoping that you might become one with us, not one with the pews or the carpet or the address, but one with the people. And then sometimes, just for some fun, you might hear me say, all right, let's do church. And when somebody says that, well, they're talking about the activities of church. They're talking about the worship experience, the being touched and uplifted by the Spirit that might come in the singing or in the study or in the prayer or in the service of the church. When you say church... When you think about the nature of the church, what is it that you're meaning? What's coming to your mind? Here's how Richard Avery and Donald Marsh answered the question with lyrics and music back in 1972. That seems like just yesterday to some of us, doesn't it, yet? But you know how long ago that was? 82, 92, 02, 12, 22, Fifty years ago, this was brand new. (laughs) Oh, Lord, have mercy. It's on page 558 in your hymnal. It's going to come up on the screen because we're going to intend to sing all four verses. So let's have a go at it. This is what they said about the nature of the church.
1: church is not a building, the church is not a steeple, the church is not a resting place, the church is a people. I am the church, you are the church, we are the church together.
0: Most popular understandings of the nature of the church is that it is the body of Christ. What you might call, uh, following the epistles in Scripture, what you might call the present day manifestation of Christ. This is given expression in a number of ways. Page 545 in your hymnal, The Church's One Foundation. This is a classic hymn about the church. It's written in 1866. Okay, when is that? That's, what, a couple years into the Civil War? Think of what's going on. And this hymn was written. On the next page, 546 is an updated version in 1983 as if the words needed some modernizing. I don't know if that's necessarily true. The old version is the one that helped get me into ministry and I I want you to sing along with me and Tracy. Verse 1 of 545. page 559 five, is a hymn called The Churches, um, The Church, Christ Has Made the Sure Foundation. I'm sorry, my eyes are jumping on the script, sorry. This is another classic hymn that I think we all have sung many, many times. Were you aware that this is a, an 1851 translation of Seventh century Latin. So this hymn has been around the block a few times. If it's in the seventh century, that's the 600s, right? How much has gone on since the 600s? And people like you have been singing this hymn, maybe to a different musical setting, but singing these words Christ has made the sure foundation. Let's sing verse one. church brings Christ to the world and the world to Christ. It's a a marvelous sentiment that underscores the, the mediating role Christ plays between us and God, and how, as the church, we might actually, or we actually do, play a similar mediating role for our time and for our place between people and God. That's kind of unnerving, really, if you think about it. It's it's speaking about the serious responsibility as a baptized Christian, as a believer in God that we have and our role as the body of Christ. It also speaks to the privilege that is ours as being a part of the body of Christ. All four verses boldly pronounce the mediating role of the church. Let me let me quickly read them to you. Christ for the world we sing, the world to Christ we bring. With loving zeal, with fervent prayer, with one accord, with joyful song. Do you think of this about yourself, about your church that You are bringing the world to God and God to the world. It's serious stuff. It makes a difference how well aligned we are through the Spirit to Christ. Charles Wesley said it well in his beloved hymn, page 550, Christ from whom all blessings flow." In verse 1, he states straight out of how the church is the body of Christ. He writes, Christ from whom all blessings flow, perfect the saints below. Hear us, who thy nature share, who thy mystic body are. And in verse 3, he states how we are blessed with diverse gifts from the spirit in this body. Move and actuate and guide, he writes. Diverse gifts to each divide. Placed according to thy will, let us all our work fulfill. It's God's intention that Joni is a little different than Kathy, is a little different than Steve, but that all are together in the body. And then in verse 5, we see that Wesley was well aware of the diversity of the church and the blessing of the Spirit that knitted this diversity into a unity in Christ. Many are we now and one, we who Jesus have put on. There is neither bond nor free, male nor female, Lord in thee. The church, as a diverse group of people, doing good and caring for one another, diversity is celebrated and, and it's pulled together in unity by our purpose of being the body of Christ to one another and to the world. In 547... O Church of God United, we see this real closely in verse 2 or 3. You sang this as we began worship. Didn't we sing that as our opening hymn? Um, Did it register? Did verse 2 and 3 go through your mind? Oh, oh, oh. Listen to that. Oh, really? Is that true? Oh. hmm. And again, the same theme is worded a little differently in hymn 548, I'm inviting you to, to sing verse 1 and 3 with us. 548, in Christ there is no east or west. Hymns assert the importance of our caring for one another in this unity. Hymn 560 Help us accept each other. In verses 1 and 3, we hear some lyrics about how foundational our mutual care is to be. Help us accept each other as Christ accepted us. Teach us as sister, brother, each person to embrace. Teach us to care for people, for all, not just for some. To love them as we find them or as they may become. In 561, Jesus, united by thy grace, Wesley again asserts our common bond of love and of duty to one another. Jesus, united by thy grace and each to each endeared, help us to help each other, Lord, each other's cross to bear. Let all their friendly aid afford and feel each other's care. Touched by the lodestone of thy love, let all our hearts agree and ever towards each other move and every move towards each other thee. Here's one, number 549, where charity and love prevail. Let's sing verses 1, 3, and 5. To faith and sent out as Christ's emissaries to a hurting and a hungering world. There is not more. This is not more clearly enunciated than in the great commission that we hear scripturally Christ giving to us at the end of of Matthew's gospel. This next hymn draws on that commission with some some rousing music that matches its importance and its seriousness. This hymn has helped keep me in the ministry. 5.84, let's sing verse 1. sometimes we feel anxious about that call to serve, feeling like maybe we can't or, or don't measure up. In the lyrics of 582, Fred Pratt Green tried to grapple with this dilemma through, through this hymn. Whom shall I send? Our maker cries, and many when they hear God's voice are sure where their vocation lies, but many shrink from such a choice? For who can serve a God so pure or claim to speak in such a name while doubt makes every step unsure and self-confuses every aim? You feel that way sometimes? And yet, believing God who calls knows what we are and still may be. Our past defeats Our future fails. We dare to answer, Lord, send me. Those who are called, God purifies and daily gives us strength to bend our thoughts, our skills, our energies, and life itself to this one end. May it be true, eh, for all of us. We hope at the end of the day that we find the courage to say, here I am, Lord, send me. And we are emboldened to claim our faith, to live in hope, to trust and rely on God, and then to move forward in service, bringing our faith into our contemporary situation and trying to be the church to our time and to our place. Our next hymn speaks of that aspiration. It's hymn 589, The Church of Christ in Every Age. We'll sing verse 1, 3, and 5. See you Open with a prayer. Let me end with a prayer. Let's pray. Renew our church, Lord, your people in this land. Save us from cheap words and self deception in your service. In the power of your Spirit, transform us and shape us by your cross. Amen.
2: You are invited to share of your financial resources via the instructions that will appear momentarily on the screen to help you support the ministries of Christ that happen through our congregation. If you are a worshiping person, you are invited to take advantage of the ushers who will be passing offering plates down the pews. Your generosity is needed to keep us going, to keep us doing the good work we do. So give generously and be part of what happens in the people's lives through the congregation of the United Methodist Church of Westlake Village.
0: Please and begin our time of uh, communion. Uh, I'll shorten the liturgy a bit. I realize it's uh, it's running a little late this morning, but it's good stuff, right? Well, did you get your communion packets? I hope at home you've been able to get some bread or juice and get it at the ready. If you haven't, you got a quick couple minutes to go get that and get back. But do it prayerfully. If you haven't got it here in, in house, uh, David is here to help you and, and to share it around. Now, I've, I've noticed some confusion about this. You know, the way to do this is to wait until I'm done saying everything I'm saying. And when I say amen, then together we'll just rip off that top part of it, eat the little bread thing in there, then rip off the next layer and, and down the juice, Okay. So you don't have to fuss with it while I'm praying and try not to be noisy and worry about it. And Are you doing it at the right time? Easier for us all to do it at the end together, okay? All right, let's pray. Holy God, it is right that we should always and everywhere give you thanks and praise, and so we do this holy day give you thanks and praise for sharing your Son, Christ Jesus, with us, the Lord of all life who came to live with us, to heal and teach us, and to win us for you as a new people by water and the Spirit. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, the Lord Jesus took bread. After giving you thanks, he broke the bread and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you. And when the supper was over, he took the cup, and again he offered you thanks and gave the cup to his disciples and said, drink from this, all of you. This is the cup of the new covenant, and my blood poured out for you and many for the forgiveness of sin. As often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, do it in remembrance of me. And so we pray that you would send the power of your Holy Spirit on us gathered here out of love for you and on these gifts, this offering of resources and of bread and juice. May the Spirit help us know in the breaking of this bread and the drinking of this cup, the presence of Christ who gave his body and blood for all. And may the Spirit make us one with Christ and one with each other in service to the world. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in your holy church, all glory and honor is yours, Almighty God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. The body of Christ for the people of God. Shall we stand and sing our closing hymn? Have we sang enough? There's always some room for more. Always room for more. It's like dessert now, right? Okay. Let's sing. Some acolytes back there that want to come forward? Okay, good. Come on. We are so thankful for you doing this job for us today. Go ahead and get your extinguishers and then stand at the ready. All right, so hold on a second, and when I'm done with the benediction, we'll do it, okay? We hope that this has been a blessing for you, this worship today, at its best, and and that is what we're always trying to be as the church, our best. The church is the presentation of God to the community and the place in which God might be experienced in a special way, and a base from which God's work of transforming the world might emanate. How can we help but sing when we are partners with God for God's holy and good purposes? Let's work with the Spirit and with one another, making this a great day. Stay safe. Be healthy. Know that you are loved. Be blessed by that spirit and be a blessing to others. Amen. 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 Okay.